0: hey there folks and welcome back to the coffee shop best bits podcast this is the best bits podcast of mine and my friend dan's radio show the coffee shop on radio 382 we're live every friday 7 till 10 p.m gmt head to 382radio.online to find out how to tune in we talk about load of stuff this week the radio show spent a lot of time talking about the transfer window had a fantastic interview with Mr. Jamie Jamal, whose new single, Gone So Quickly Without Goodbye, was released on Friday. And that's all in this podcast this week. So if you want to keep in touch with us, head to on Instagram. We are at coffee shop records underscore. On Twitter, we are at CoffeeshopRec, that's R-E-C. We're on Facebook, Coffee Shop Records. I'm personally on Instagram, Harry underscore con one. Dan is on Instagram, d.a.m.m. He Dan is also on Twitter, Tims, and he is on Facebook, Daniel Mann. So, enjoy the rest of the podcast, and I'll see you later. And it's a pleasure to be joined by Jamie Jamal. Nice to see you, Jamie. How are you? Uh,
1: very well, thank you. Very busy, but doing well. Can't complain.
0: I, I can imagine. So, let's get right off the How long have you been making music?
1: About 10 years. Well, actually, all my life, probably. But uh, about 10 years where I took it seriously. Um, So
0: so what inspired you to get involved with music in the first place?
1: I suppose I'm from a family of musicians, so I was always around live gigs. I got a hearing problem because I was dumped in front of the speakers at my dad's gigs. Um, So I suppose it was just in my bones and all around me. So it was quite natural for me what inspired me was being at Glastonbury watching Stevie Wonder. That was kind of my moment when I realized that I wanted to actually be on stage and do that. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned Glastonbury. I've I've looked into it. You've played it a couple of times, 2017,
1: 2019.
0: What was it like actually getting to perform at Glastonbury?
1: Well, incredible, of course. Um, There's nothing else like Glastonbury. Have you been?
0: Not personally, no.
1: So it's, it's like uh, the size of a small city. Mm. Bath, if you know Bath, it is, it's immense. It can take like one hour to walk from one side to the other. We were obviously on a small stage because not really that well known. Obviously, in the grand scheme of things, when you're talking Glastonbury. Um, but yeah, we had a good crowd. We played on the Thursday. So everyone was waiting around for it to start. Not us. I mean, like the whole festival. Yeah. Um, so there were actually a lot of people there. They they weren't there to see us, I must say. like We did have support. But there were lots of, you know, the PA actually wasn't loud enough to reach all of those people. <laughs> but it was a really hot, sunny day, and there were lots of people, so we were definitely getting lots of attention. Um, and it was it was just an incredible moment, yeah. And we, and then I did it solo that year, and then I did it solo in 2019.
0: Yeah, and I can imagine, certainly, with the situation we're in, creative musics been a lot different how you'd normally be doing it so how have you found actually creating music in a space where you can't physically collaborate with people and lots of it's done like we're doing it now online
1: well making music's not a problem because this is pretty much how you can do electronic music anyway um obviously it's nicer to be in the room with somebody um but that part of it is great because that is something that you're still in control of you can still do i mean i can write a song with anyone around the world that i connect with as long as you've got like a setup i have a I'm lucky enough to have a setup at home already so um yeah just that really
0: so as i said this comes out on the fifth what more is on the horizon for you what else are you looking forward oh. to for the rest of this year
1: I've got quite a few collaborations coming out, obviously being in last year in <laughs> lockdown and this year. So I've got a house track coming out. There's a bit of a banger with a chap called Future Self, who goes under the name of Future Self. Um, I've, I've got another, at least another three or four collaborations that I'm currently working on. We've, and my other band, Flux, will we, we'll be releasing about April time. We're working on a track called Divulge. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bit of a banger.
0: Fantastic! And does that follow the same sort of sound of this one? I know. No, no,
1: no, I know. You describe no.
0: as a is it a pick and mix electronic duo?
1: Yeah, it's kind of very flamboyant. It's mm. um, colourful. It's in your face. You know what I? The the stuff I well this song in particular is more kind of in the vein of De, early Depeche Mode, I guess. That kind of. Mm. I also get, you know, kind of George Michael a bit with my voice, uh, boy George. You know, it's, it's definitely a 80s sounding, I would say. Yeah. Um, Flux is more, I would say, like 90s house, yeah, and then some up to date things, so, and just like a big mixing bowl, and then we of what we like, and then we make it our own,
0: yeah. And you mentioned uh flux being electronic pick and mix and that's certainly a phrase i for one first heard when um i came across this that's
1: because we made it up
0: i was gonna (laughs) say where where does pick and mix come from how how
1: because people are are obsessed with getting you to put yourself into a box you know and when you don't Hmm. feel like you fit in a box or you know i might want to make a country song next week just because i'm known as an electronic artist it's not going to stop me doing that country song or a rock song or whatever if i meet the right person or i fancy doing it that's what i'm going to do you know i don't like to although my main lane is electronic uh, so it came from that really pick and mix just it's an easy way of saying it's a bit of everything
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not, it's not just gives you a lot more area to cover exactly what you want absolutely yeah. Because I, I know a lot of artists sometimes feel restricted from going under one banner. I guess pick mix gives you sort of Yeah, it would thing. like
2: being
1: in a sweet shop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you might might
0: wanna... Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> is it anyone in particular in your life that gives you sort of the inspiration to continue doing this? If you're ever sort of in a low moment when creating music and you're thinking maybe this isn't the right thing. Is it is it anyone in particular that sort of gives you the push to get through with it?
1: Just life, just people. Talking to hmm. real people is inspiration enough. Um, I live in the centre of Bristol, so I just have to look out of my window and I can, I can see life going on. Well, I can at the moment. <laughs> there's certainly building work going on
2: yeah.
1: and a, a few people walking around, but not. It's usually bustling, a bit sort of Londonish, you know, yeah. it, sort of so Crofties, um where Banksy kind of started, Massive Attack, you know. So there's all of these things to draw on. Yeah, and be inspired by. It. I mean, you don't have to walk around Bristol, and you can feel really inspired. You know, by the the street art, the creativity here. You know, is immense.
0: Yeah, I, I've I've been very fortunate myself to spend a bit of time in Bristol with work. Have you? Yeah, I have, I have actually. Um, drive drive down isn't as nice as the actual place. I, I've <laughs> been there especially, um, but with all the Bristol's known for its culture and its arts yeah. and everything it puts into it. Would you say that's one of your favourite places to actually perform your music? or?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I've been to... your Birmingham, right?
0: Uh, Birmingham, Midlands Way, well, yes.
1: Yeah, we've been up there. We performed Manchester. I quite like performing mm-hmm. in Manchester, London, Newcastle-upon-Under-Lyme, is it? Or upon Lyme?
0: Uh, like Under-Lyme, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, been there. Um, we're slowly getting around <laughs> the UK. Uh, but yeah, Bristol obviously I've performed in most venues in Bristol. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, there's something about Bristol people that um, they don't really go to just watch music. They, they participate and I've seen yeah. bands come down from like Jan Doyle band come down from Sheffield and he's used to people. He's quite out, outrageous with his act, you know, yeah. and he pours blood over himself and he runs around and he's quite scary when he's on stage. Um when he came to Bristol, people really embraced that and got involved and loved it you know and he was yeah. taken aback because he's used to people just not knowing how to respond to it and I think he quite enjoys the awkwardness of that that thing that people are frozen not knowing <laughs> what to do <laughs> yeah. but in Bristol he was like, oh, they actually responded and seemed to like it you know so it was quite I like the fact that it threw him
0: so going back to the music, if you could collab with any artist. Any in the world, who would be top of that list for you?
1: Oh, it's going to be Boy George. Hmm. Um, I can't help it; He just yeah. is in my blood. In my, he's always been there. He feels like a, um, a big brother or sister that I've never met. Hmm. Although I've have had the opportunity, but I was just a bit too. I think if we worked together, I'd be a bit different. But just meeting him on a f- fan basis after a gig, I'd, yeah. I'd be a bit shy.
0: Um, what sort of thing would it be you collaborate on would, would it be something new or would you want to sort of redo one of his past songs that means a lot
1: to you both both <laughs> and i have done some of his past songs and he's i've sent them to him and he has watched them um i would like to do something really new and mm. with him and something unexpected maybe a rock song mm, yeah <laughs>
0: You mentioned you sent something to him um, and listened to it. What was that sort of feeling knowing someone you've looked up to for so long has actually listened to and seen your music?
1: Oh, it's lovely because you, you feel validated a bit, especially if somebody, you know, um, Rusty Egan was... There's one song I did with This Human Condition called Normal and Rusty Egan mentioned he's got like a little rap, rasta rap section in the middle and he was like, mm-hmm. oh, that could be Boy George, you know? And then... Sent it to Boy George, and he his reply was, "I hope so." You know, <laughs> like it, it's me in the track, or you know, you were inspired by me. So That's yeah. nice.
0: Well, it's been absolutely fantastic speaking to you, Jamie. And you, to- Dan,
2: I yes, want to talk Harry?
0: about sausage rolls.
2: I'm always up for talking about sausage
0: rolls. I knew you would be. What, what's your <laughs> favourite sausage roll, Dan? Where, where do you like to get your sausage rolls from?
2: Mmm. It's, it's a close one between Greg's, which is up and down the country, and Birds, which seems to only be in the Midlands. Yeah, it's a Midlands one. Yeah. Well,
0: I've got some bad news for you, Dan. A Frenchman's been to Greg's. And right. He, and he really didn't like the sausage roll. Okay. So, there's a man called Nicholas Henry. And he, he was not impressed by the sausage roll. So... It was a Saturday. He was nursing a hangover and a friend urged him to get a sausage roll from Greg's. You know, mm. as you would with a hangover.
2: Yeah, so, they're on delivery now. You don't even have to go outside. Yeah, I know. Um, he's lived in the UK yeah.
0: for two and a half years, Mr. Henry.
2: Mm.
0: Not to be confused with Thierry Henry, who is a footballer. Not a, also a French, though. Yeah. Not a Greg's hater, though. I hope not. Do you reckon uh, Thierry Henry's ever had a Greggs? Uh, he spent a fair a fair time in London, so I'm do, presuming at some point he did. Do you reckon he ever walked into a Greggs after a match and said, can I have two sausage rolls, please?
2: I don't think he'd have done it after the match. But actually, what? to be fair, if what? he was well, in London, he'd have probably gone prep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Um. So, a friend sent Mr. Henry a sausage roll and a sausage bean cheese melt which sounds absolutely horrible.
2: I've had one. They're not that nice.
0: Yeah, I do not think so. Um, spent £5.59 on a sausage roll and sausage cheese something or other melt. I don't
2: know.
0: Probably including delivery as well.
2: Yeah, that's probably delivery
0: charges. Um, it took him an hour and a half to write a review on it.
2: And an hour and a half. I, s- I swear. What, is, what was he reviewing it on? Because I swear some of those have like... Is like Twitter. You can only put so many letters in. Oh no, he he wrote like a full thing on Reddit. Oh right.
0: <laughs> you know the, the the darkness that is Reddit.
2: Reddit's not that bad. <laughs> There's other websites that we can't talk about that are quite worth.
0: Yeah. Aka our website when Dan gets hold of it. We we end up having up. We, we end up having pictures of unicorns everywhere. <laughs> um, so he he got it on Deliveroo. As you said, then, mm. um, And he said he'd done his research and it seems that British people love Greggs. But he'd never had one of the famous pastries. So his friend took it upon herself to get a Greggs delivered to his house. He, then he he chapters it. He got It starts with prologue. Then he's got the delivery. The sausage roll. Into, yeah, but if there's something
2: wrong with the, with the delivery, that's not a bash on Greggs. Oh, no, but it's
0: like, I'm looking at it now. The delivery looks like the longest part of it. And
2: I read yeah, it all. If, if there's something wrong with the delivery, that's not something on Greg's, that's the bloke who delivered it, well, or, uh, or, well, or, t- or, pick, or pick your delivery service.
0: Talking about the delivery, the drive was scheduled to arrive at 12. Having a solid 30 minutes ahead of me, I drunkenly stepped out of my bed, made my way to the kitchen, started washing dishes. Outside it was cold and rainy in true British fashion. Okay, you don't have to rub it in. Ten minutes later, some delivery guy knocks on the door. Hungover still in my underwear. I awkwardly stand in the doorway while he takes the delivery bag from his backpack. I try to keep it cool and casual like I imagine British people do when they get their gregs delivered. It's a regular occurrence.
2: <laughs> I've never done it and I have a gregs today in me that I, that I could get delivered. I can't get delivery. I've only just got Uber Eats. Uh, They're on Just Eat as well. Not the Luffer one. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, I've got a Greggs near me and it doesn't come up on my Just Eat. And it's like walking distance from me. So I don't know why it doesn't. Only certain
0: ones do it. Yeah, true. It's like all the McDonald's and KFC ads you get now. say, only some stores apply. Please check the website for details.
2: I saw a video the other day about about McDonald's. And you know how only the drive throughs you can go and get yourself? Yeah. There's a bloke on TikTok who's registered, reg, registered himself as an Uber... Uh, I can't remember if it's a delivery Deliverer or an Uber Eats Deliverer. Yeah. Uh, and he just accepts his own orders. So he can just go <laughs> into McDonald's and get his order. Well, it's, it's like that guy that um,
0: registered himself as a business so he could have more people around for a Christmas party.
2: Which <laughs> was completely Or the one we talked about the other week who did a
0: religion... Oh yeah, guy registered a cocktail bar in Nottingham as a church uh, yeah. so he could get around having to close. Very, yeah. <laughs> very interesting idea. So then he goes on to chapter it as the sausage roll. Each item comes in its own little bag. The first one I took out was a sausage roll. i definitely heard of this one before. It sounds like it's Greg's gold standard. People go to when they want a tasty treat like a chimney fire after a long walk in the woods during fall. And that was Cold Yoghurt by Beige Banquet. Beige Banquet? Beige Banquet. Sounds weird every time I say that. I don't know why. It's just a weird word, Banquet. (laughs) Banquet? 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 That was Cold Yoghurt by Beige Banquet, followed by Vampire Movies by Love Fungus. Another good name. I love, love, love fungus. Very good name. But Dan. Yes. You don't have a job, do you?
2: No. No, I do not.
0: And university costs quite a lot, doesn't it?
2: Yes. One week I will have a job and I'll freak you out because you weren't expecting it.
0: Yeah, because it'll be a job that I've got you. Because yet again, ladies and gentlemen and listeners of 382 Radio, we are trying to find Mr. Dan a job. And I've known Dan a long time. Uh, he used to work at the co-op, which, if you live outside the UK, is a very popular, almost supermarket. Um had that until he moved down to London for university. And now he doesn't have a job. So I've made it my mission on this radio show of ours. We are going to find Mr. Dan a job. We've been a bit unsuccessful in the past. Uh, We tried a scuba delivery man. Turns out Dan can't swim. We've tried... What else have we tried?
2: Uh, Dog food tester or pet food tester. Oh yeah, dog
0: food tester for Marks and Spencer's. He didn't like that one for some reason. I'm trying to remember what else we've done. Uh, magnetic fisherman. Oh yeah, that was in, that was in the very first demo. Magnetic fisherman. Oh, was that in the demo? That was in the demo. That's unreleased. Oh. I, I still got it. So uh, we we can send that out for for um. That can be a bonus things. podcast. Yeah.
2: Uh, fran- I can't think of what. There's definitely another one that we've done. I don't think we profes- skipped it one Professional week. Whistler. That's one had. That was it. That was it. TSB man, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: I'm fancy going through my notes I've made, trying to find it. <laughs> but what's this week, Harry? Well, Dan, I know you don't like doing a lot because yeah. I know you. I know you like to fall asleep, and yeah. I'm pretty sure you like to earn four hundred dollars a day.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a decent thing.
0: Which, if you work it out, that could be up to this is my very poor math skills coming in. That could You're be, an accountant, man. <laughs> yes, who use the calculators all day. Oh, yeah, fair. <laughs> that could be up to 120000 dollars a year pre-tax. Nice. And the people that will employ you will fly you out to wherever they need you. They'll pay for your food. They'll give you a hire car, even though you can't drive.
2: <laughs> Yet.
0: You can't drive. Okay. So, the guy, one of the guys that does this did an interview with the Financial Times a few years ago. He says the skills that ne- he needed for this came from being lazy, sitting on his rear end all day, eating Cheetos, and watching TV. The idea for this job, he always wanted to work in TV, he, saw, he was watching Law and Order with his wife one night. Do you have any guesses yet, Dan? Is he a background character of some kind? You're getting close. There was a dead body on the screen, as it would be in Law and Order. He said, I could do that. Yes, <laughs> this is the story of Chuck Lamb. He is a professional corpse. <laughs> so he, he said to his wife one night while watching Law and Order, I could do that. So, he, he bought the domain name, Dead Guy Man. <laughs> and him and his wife took pictures of himself just lying around the house, looking dead. Put it on the website, and he slowly started to pick up more and more roles. He's been in TV shows such as Thanksgiving's, Horoween, Stiffs, and The Book of the Dead. Clearly very um, a very varied role. Uh, he states you need to be very relaxed, and it's good if you can fall asleep with your eyes open. If I know Danny, if he can fall asleep and still be able to answer the phone, he can fall asleep with his eyes open. <laughs> I mean, you've done it before. That's
2: a skill. That's a skill. I've genuinely. I went. This used to be when I was like, when I was in like secondary school or whatever. My mum would leave before. Uh, before I'd have to essentially be up, she'd leave for work before, like, a good hour and a half before I'd actually need to be awake to do anything. So she'd shout up, trying to make sure I know I'm i up. And my, my body's just adapted to it, so if anyone shouts to me, even if I'm completely passed out, I will make a noise.
0: I can affirm to that that's true, because he did it to me several times. <laughs> so, Mr. Lamb um, says, there's a few, few rules. You're not allowed to talk to the main stars of the uh, films. You're not allowed to ask for photos or autographs. But one of his favourite things is when people ask him, do I know you? He replies with, yeah, I'm the dead guy off TV. it's certainly
2: a unique job. Imagine if he went into like another job interview doing that. Just like, do I know you? Yeah, I've been dead. <laughs> I've been dead for the past twenty years, on and off. For four hundred dollars, <laughs> I'd only, be dead. Only, in... only, only part time. Like, yeah, oh, like, I was there.
0: I'm a part time dead guy. Four hundred dollars, I can show you now.
2: Sure. Why are they hiring? Why are they hiring a guy to? Surely they have an intern they can just get to lay down for an hour.
0: <laughs> just an intern they can jog. Yeah, just lie on that table. We want to test the comfort of it. <laughs>
2: well yeah it's great you speak about this though because i was i was having this conversation before with someone and they were, and we were talking about whether they actually get actors to lay down or you know how when they do like a a mold scene they have like prosthetic i don't know if it's like they make a full prosthetic body or they just get the actor to lay down with a full prosthetic yeah we, we were talking about do they just make like a full cast of a body because they're gonna have to cut one open anyway for that scene or do they just get the actor to lay down
0: i think if i, I think if you've got like a lot of body parts being open and things. Um, yeah. there will be a cast. But now you can see it down. There is a professional corpse. So, how would you like to be a dead person? I feel like that is the perfect job, Harry. Well, can you say it's not? Because I, I quite like to keep this going for a few more weeks. <laughs> no. <laughs> how would you not like to be paid $400 to be fl- flown everywhere?
2: The, it depends where I'm flown
0: The only problem with this is... You are freelance,
2: so you got to do your own like.
0: You you've got to be trying to find the four hundred dollars. You get paid four hundred dollars for the job, but it doesn't guarantee you're going to find it.
2: So it's not a full time job, Harry. You've you've lied.
0: No, it can't. It's like saying acting is not a full time job. If you find the work, it's a full time job.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, fair.
0: So, does that put you off it a bit?
2: A little bit, because that means I have to put in some form of effort.
0: Fantastic. So, come back next <laughs> week, everyone, and we will find Dan a job that he actually wants to do. And in the meantime, I'm applying him to just random jobs I find on Indeed and not telling him whatsoever. Have you actually? No. I wish, if I had that much time, I'd be doing something for myself. Oh, fair. <laughs> so, Dan, last week... We spoke a bit about London airports and how they're named weirdly. Yes. If you can remember that far back. I remember Boris Island because that's the bit I said. Yeah. (laughs) I found out this week there's a, what can only be described as a portable airport coming this year?
2: Is that just like an aircraft
0: carrier or something from like a Marvel film? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. This is called Air One. It's a joint project between Urban Airport and Hyundai. Or I thought you were going to say Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> between Urban Outfitters and Hyundai. Um, yeah, between Urban Airport and Hyundai, also known in America as Hyundai. Um, the first site that's being sold you by
2: what? the... Ind- Sorry, you got to roll that back quickly.
0: <laughs> they say Hyundai in America. Do they? Yeah. So I'd say Jaguar, Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. I have a jag. You know, we like to pronounce all the letters.
2: Yeah, <laughs> aluminium. Yep. So, That's another
0: one. I think it would be it work quite well in the long term. That is,
2: because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how... I'm just I'm just imagining it's just like I'm trying to think how they like is it just like roll not roll uh, fold back up then or do you just like take it to bits? I'd imagine it just comes. to...
0: Uh, pieces and like panels and things.
2: Yeah, so it's just big Lego.
0: Yeah, essentially. It's like the parts yeah. that you get with the Millennium Falcon and you can't use for a single other thing. Because it's just so oddly shaped. <laughs> Harry's 30 second music news. Because I thought last week we should probably have some music news. Because we're a music show on a music station. And we don't actually have any. So it's, <laughs> it's my quick roundup, which Dan didn't make another jingle for. So, Metallica have revealed they filmed St. Saint Am- Saint Anger video at San Quentin Prison when notorious cel- serial killer Richard Ramirez was on death row. It was reported Richard Ramirez even gave a mentor of a magazine cover to the band, and they still have it. Paleways have announced a 2022 UK and Ireland tour for their upcoming album, Who Am I? This will include destinations such as Bristol, Manchester and Nottingham, amongst others. The rapper Little Lil Yachty which I sound the poshest person trying to say his name, Lil Yachty <laughs> is set to develop a heist movie based on the card
2: game Uno. A new cover of <laughs> that's the, like that's like Soldier Boy making a console. Oh wait, that happened. I don't know what he's talking about either.
0: A new cover of the song "Swings and Waterslides" by Viola Beach has been recorded by musicians from their hometown of Warrington commemorate five years since the tragic accident which killed the band and their manager. Bastille have released a new trailer for their documentary Reorchestrated. And finally, Ellie Golding has announced plans to release a workout and cookbook called Fitter, Calmer and Stronger. And that's it for this week's episode. You can come back same time next week to catch the best Coffee Shop Best Bits podcast or tune in on Friday 7-10pm GMT at 382radio.online as well as many other ways to listen to listen to the show live i've been harry dan will be back on the coffee shop on fridays we will see you next week goodbye